The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Janelle, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Stephen Larson. Available wherever podcasts can be found and, of course, taped live at the Twitch at twitch.tv forward slash Stephen Larson. Before we get started with our AEW Rampage recap, hell of a night of wrestling, by oh, the yes. way. Uh, I wanted to give a shout out to some new patrons mm. at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson. We have Zach to hack a bit rusty, Nathan sheets, uh, Prismaslaw juices, uh, El gorilla baby and Curtis Hinkle. Thank you so much for your support. Those new patrons get to check out our bonus content here at going in raw. Also, if they enjoy the show in the audio realm for you podcast listeners out there, you can actually get the show completely and totally ad-free at patreon.com forward slash Stephen Larson for $5 a month. You get the bonus content as well. Uh, uh, if you just want to check out the show itself, no bonus content, $3 a month at goinginraw.supercast.tech. Thanks again for those new patrons and all the patrons at Going In Raw. We yes. appreciate the support. Without you guys, probably couldn't do this. Um, before we get to AW Rampage, uh, we're going to talk a little bit about the news. So we haven't really talked much about the new, what is it? Wow. Women's of wrestling. Women of wrestling. Women of wrestling. Yeah. 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 Women's it, of wrestling. Oh it's, it's cool that, uh, that AJ Lee. Yeah. Is involved. I believe is executive producer. Yeah. That's great. Then That's they great. Also it's say awesome. Tessa Blanchard's in the company. Right. Without qualifying that as being great. <laughs> Like the first part was great. That great. next part, mm. just it's it's factual. Tessa Blanchard, so Fightful Select today 
had an article. By the way, Fightful Select is great. Go Thousands of people are subbing to it. If you haven't, you're missing out. It's great stuff. Yes, great stuff. That uh, 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 two promotions, uh, NWA, the National Wrestling Alliance, and Women of Wrestling, the fledgling promotion, or rebooted promotions, uh, made pitches involving Tessa Blanchard and La Rosa Negra. Now, you'll find out if you don't know why that's a problem, uh, you'll find out here in a second. According to Fightful, the NWA made a pitch for Tessa and Rosa to have a private meeting backstage, whereas uh, Women of Wrestling apparently pitched a segment on camera. Now, there's there's a backstory here between these two that the the details of which you can Google, but it kind of goes like this. Sort of is the reason why Tessa Blanchard hasn't been seen in any promotions uh, uh, ever since she was sort of the hottest deal at like for example around the all in time there there is well a, even a, later uh, after that when she won the impact yeah title. right right yeah well no she had won because chelsea green mentioned she had oh, won the impact right. title she was going to bring it into all in oh, okay so it was kind of after that that the, the story started percolating yes and uh the most uh egregious of, of stories had to do with a match that took place between tessa blanchard and uh, rosa negra uh, uh years ago and uh, the accusation was put out there that Tessa had used uh, some sort of racial slur and spat, apparently spat with saliva at La Rosa Negra. And some other people had backed this story up. She denied it um, and uh, and never really like apologized or said anything that day. Uh, I, I did this and I'm fessing up to it. And so uh, it was kind of surprising then that somebody actually did, because at that point, nobody would touch her. Um, so it was a little bit surprising that this then happened. Uh, so continuing on with the story, uh, Fightful noted that it wasn't specified to them whether this segment was for TV or social media or what the segment would have looked like. But they were told, quote, things varying from an apology to easing tensions. And quote, Fightful adds that sources close to La Rosa Negra told them that she was, quote, insulted by the offer. So evidently an attempt was made to try to get past this, but uh, was not successful to say the least. Doesn't sound like it. Doesn't sound like so some sort of a continuing development here in the story of Tessa Blanchard. So we'll see how this all plays out. I mean, you know, I I think that a new promotion with big money Viacom behind them. Yeah. Uh, is uh, focusing on women's wrestling in this day and age is terrific. Yes. Because there's so much great talent out mm-hmm, there. Mm-hmm. I'm not sure Tessa being the first person on board, like I, it just sort of put a damper on things. It really a little did. Bit. It really did. Because I made the announcement and I, when I first heard about it, it was, it was AJ Lee. They had mm-hmm. the press conference. And I was like, oh, wow, that's great. That's really exciting. She's getting back into wrestling. Uh, this is this is this is looking really promising. And then uh, maybe it was around the time, maybe it was before. I just didn't notice. Uh, yeah, Tessa Blanchard to be back, and I was like, ah, well, well. And then they 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 released the shirt. <sighs> yeah, they, there was a Tessa Blanchard shirt with like a nuclear bomb going off, and it said new, meaning nuclear heat, like she has nuclear heat. Well, in this case, the heat was kind of it was understandable. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was shoot heat. Mm. So, anyways, interesting stuff. We'll we'll keep you guys appraised that story. Yeah. Um. So, uh, anyways, it, moving on. Uh, hail of a rampage tonight. So, 
interesting what's going on in the world of pro wrestling these days, man. Tonight was kind of one of those special nights. It really was. Where you got uh, you got AEW Rampage, which uh, hasn't really been, which is as has seen. Let's be honest in ter- in terms of total viewership in that terrible time slot. Sometimes it's taped. It's been doing real crummy these days in terms yeah, of the ratings. Just barely got over half a million last week. Right. Uh, but then they saw this opportunity because enter SmackDown on FS1 uh, moved over Super SmackDown, Super Size SmackDown on FS1 moved over because of Major League Baseball. Is that right? Yes. Okay. Moved over to FS1, where a year ago, little a little over a year ago, uh, less than a year ago, sorry, uh, did about over a million. Rampage's debut did over a million. So it's possible, given the right amount of promotion, that the people will go out for And Tony Khan's been promoting. in the media lately. Promoting. Big time, right? A lot of promoting. Y- using the fact that Super SmackDown overran an hour. Head uh, half hour, sorry. Head to head. Head to head. So what does Tony do? He counter-programs on youtube a half hour earlier so you get a whole hour of crossover tonight well it wasn't uh, just a half hour it was a whole hour there's an hour and a half that's what, of I, that's what I just said oh, a whole think, hour of crossover think, no no it was an hour and a half of crossover because uh, rampage buy-in was an hour long from six to seven then a half hour overrun from smack into 7 30 you're correct 90 minutes correct 90 minutes, yes 90 absolutely minutes i apologize yes. misspoke um i'm not math is not great on me so that was pretty exciting stuff. And, uh, man, the wrestling fans, I'd like to, the wrestling fans really made out tonight because it was a really interesting moment. Yes. I'm not a fan of watching two shows at the same time. It makes it difficult. I have a hard enough time paying attention to one show uh, on any given night, especially if it's like Raw. Um, uh, paying attention, trying to pay attention to two shows, especially two shows that are doing interesting stuff, having good matches, um, was difficult. Uh but I mean, like CM Punk and Matt Seidel was great. It was, yeah, like it was every awesome. match Punk has in AEW outdoes the one he just had before. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's like he's, he's getting really... more comfortable. He's getting the ring rust off. He's getting his cardio. I'm sure his cardio is already fine. If he's training for MMA, his cardio is probably great. Um, I, I dare say this might have been his biggest challenge, given the length of time this match was scheduled for. Mm-hmm. And Matt Seidel is a dude who he that dude's got some stamina. He, 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 you are not going to outlast Matt Seidel. He's fast, mm-hmm. uh, light on his feet, and, uh, and he can go. And CM Punk is old, not to, never has been terribly athletic, like compared to me. Yeah, he is, but prime, compared to your average wrestler. After, after not being in the ring for seven years and having, what, three matches under his belt? Yeah. To get yeah. there with someone like Matt Seidel, who not only it works was, fast, but works technical and fast. Yeah, and it was all over his face by the end. This dude's punk was blown up, but he looked like he was enjoying every second. And he held his own for the whole match. And he did hold his own. Absolutely, yeah, yeah, he did. He 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 went blow for blow. Um, so yeah, that was really good. And then on the other screen, we had uh, SmackDown. We're gonna, we have our SmackDown review on a separate uh, uh, podcast, yes. separate video, so you can check that out as well. It's gonna go up around the same time as this. But I'm sure um, the uh, the match everybody's gonna be talking about. You can watch it right now. It's free on YouTube. I'm guessing this is probably available free yeah. on YouTube right now. 
Minoru Suzuki versus Brian Danielson. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie, and we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews, but now we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app, answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. Their first match since 2004 um, delivered in every way possible. Just fun from the opening bell to the very finish. Because of the nature of tonight, this was on split screen with Street Profits versus Usos, which was a fine match as a street fight. But what we're talking about is Danielson versus Suzuki history being made, basically. They haven't fought since 2004 um, before, obviously, Brian Brian Danielson was the name that he is. Daniel Bryanson, yeah, is the name that he was. Um, And so... This was obviously a huge moment for the AEW fans, for hardcore fans, for fans of Daniel Bryan, Bryan Danielson, um, Minoru Suzuki. This is a huge moment, and this and I want to go back and watch this again because this might be a match of the year candidate. Yeah, it's it's up there. It is really up there. Um, so uh, so yeah, this was this this delivered, man. It it absolutely delivered. Oh, a thousand. Um, yeah, absolutely. I mean, like they're two of my probably ten favorite wrestlers ever. Uh, yeah, expectations yeah. and anticipation was high with with whole Larson, and I wasn't disappointed yeah. by any stretch yeah, of imagination. It was fantastic, yeah. fantastic. Yeah, yeah, it's great, man. I mean, we're getting all these we're getting all these matches in AEW, and it's 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 we're we're so spoiled these days. You I know. know, I know. Um, yeah, it, it's it's absolutely nuts. It, you know, it's, it's just it's nuts. It's pretty it's pretty crazy that Suzuki's apparently in the states for I don't know a couple months or so. Oh, he's, and he's going everywhere. He's going to be an impact he's going everywhere after yeah. Bound yeah, for Glory. Right. Yeah. He's, you know, he's had several matches in GCW. GCW, he's had yeah. Several in AEW. He's been wrestling all over the country. It's awesome. It's awesome. Yeah, it no, is, it's it's terrific. It's pretty great that he had an opening tonight where, you know, Tony Khan could call him up and say, "Hey, you want to come wrestle Brian Danielson on on a Friday night?" And then, you know, we as wrestling fans were lucky enough to get to witness it. It's fantastic. Is it interesting to you? And maybe it is. Maybe it is a matter of tuning back up after seven years. The the different paths that Daniel like Brian Danielson, yeah, that's his name, has had Kenny Omega, mm-hmm. 
high profile match, mm-hmm. high profile mm-hmm. match. And now Minoru Suzuki, another high profile match. CM Punk in his debut, Darby Allen, young star, huge star in AEW, but young star. Mm-hmm. And then other younger guys. Yeah. He had Hobbs, mm-hmm. Daniel uh, Garcia. Daniel Garcia. And Matt, not a young guy, but Matt Seidel, who's not a main eventer in any you know way, shape, or form in AEW. But it does feel, doesn't it, that there's like a deliberate way that they're rolling out CM Punk. Let's get, let's, and maybe this is on him. Hey, put me in there with a variety of opponents that have varying styles mm-hmm. and 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 pace and stamina, so that I can get back into it. So that once I'm tuned up. Then you maybe put me in there with the big fish. Do you think that might be going on? Oh, entirely possible. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you have the 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 marquee match him and Darby, um, and then and then yeah, he, you know he 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 as you mentioned, he takes on wrestlers of uh, various styles, and to I'm sure you could do even by his own admission, he said he wasn't he was training for his return, but he wasn't training a ton because he didn't want to wear his body out already, mm-hmm. you know. So and even in training, I imagine there's certain things like timing, pacing obviously working with the crowd that you can't train for at least not uh, as well unless you're doing it live in front of people in a ring you know um and and i would not be surprised if the situation was like okay you know we'll get this dream match out out of the way with darby and it was fine but you just see match after match that punk is is building up stamina he's getting his legs Mm -hmm. back under him he's Mm -hmm. getting his timing back you know, his, he's he's sharpening up his storytelling chops, which are always good to begin with. Yeah. Um. And just one match after the next is just getting better and better and better. And then mm-hmm. it's entirely possible by the time we get to Revolution, he's going to have, you know, like a, a match against I don't know about Kenny, maybe Kenny. Oh yeah, maybe at Adam that Cole, point, at maybe that MJF. Point, you know, right at that point, you're talking about you got to get this guy in there with the with with the bigger names because mm-hmm. he's CM Punk. But it is kind of interesting at this point. He's sort of on his uh. His undercard excursion mm-hmm. in AEW, seemingly to get his legs under him. And I'm kind sure, I'm, I'm, I'm sure that it's, these are all people that he probably wants to work with. Oh, I would imagine so. You know, I would imagine so. No, yeah. he he mentioned he mentioned you know prior to coming back, he mentioned Darby Allen, he mentioned Powerhouse mm-hmm. Hobbs. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. You know, in the in the video package they ran tonight, they showed <laughs> his he has history with Matt Seidel. Mm-hmm, yeah. Um. So no, I would not be surprised if it was it was a combination of getting him back into into top form but also getting some of these matches that he wants to have uh, uh in before they start putting them in, in main event type stuff yeah yeah absolutely uh, uh let's get to it then yeah. let's uh, yeah, sure. rampage buying kicked it off with uh ty conti taking on santana garrett it's good to see santana garrett in aew oh i know right she was in nxt for a bit they never really utilized her she apparently got called up at one point to the main roster never showed up on tv and then was released um so it's good to see her in aew uh she took the loss to ty conti it was a pretty it was a pretty quick match uh ty gets the win with the ty ko uh one thing about this rampage buy-in they had to fill up some time with some extended Mm -hmm. video packages this next one about uh men of the year and and america top team was very long. I felt bad for Excalibur and Tony Schiavone, who apparently seemingly had to sit and be interviewed probably for an hour at least to get audio clips for this and then a couple of the other uh, packages that followed because um, this one especially wouldn't. But I'll say this. It was long, but after watching it, you're like, okay, I understand why America Top Team's kind of a deal. 
I think, yeah, it's kind of important in this story because, like, you and I, like, we know the basics mm-hmm. of UFC, of MMA. Mm-hmm. We know some names. We know some events. I mean, I, I know who Paige Van Zant is, Junior Dos yeah, Santos, right, or yeah. Jorge Masvidal. Yeah. You know, I yeah. know those names. Right. But, like, I haven't actively watched since, like, Anderson Silva was still champ, which mm-hmm. was 10 years ago. Mm-hmm. Um Every once in a while, I'll, I'll I'll turn on if it's like a big fight. But no, I think a, a, a lengthy video recap like that, you know, gets to introduce you to the players involved mm-hmm. and uh, and exactly why this is what they're trying to make it out to be, which is a pretty important thing. I'm a main event tonight, and seemingly we're going to get some sort. Of, we'll talk about it in a little bit. Yes, but seemingly we'll get some bigger blow off, and you know, involving the entire inner circle versus America top team. That would seem to be the direction they're of the year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Uh, after that, we had Lee Moriarty, who, by the way, after this match tonight was announced, he is officially signed with AEW, which is congratulations. Awesome. Yes, that, that is, is fantastic. great. Fantastic. Took on Bobby Fish, uh, and uh, unfortunately for Lee, uh, he, he took the L here. This was Bobby a hard hitting match, though, and it was a good, it was an opportunity for for Lee Moriarty to show off his skills on 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 Rampage. By and I know he's had some matches on Dark and Elevation. Um, mm-hmm. I was kind of hoping that he would he would get the win here. Uh, unfortunately, it didn't happen. Uh, but, you know, he showed off his striking ability, his technical skills. Um, Bob Fish, being the veteran, got the win. Hits a leaping back elbow. Ex- uh, hits an exploder suplex. Ascends uh, Moriarty into the ropes. Falls with a kick to the head to get the W. Yep. Uh, after that, we had another video package. Brian Danielson, Daniel Bryanson versus uh, Minoru Suzuki. This was good stuff. Yeah, uh, and then yeah, man. I like you have it right here. You get your little note here. Match of the year, twenty twenty one. He, you do that. It's like adding a tag whenever there's a really good match. You got it. It's, it's so, easier at the end of the year. So my memory, which is garbage, terrible, dog shit. Says, in the words yes, of the enforcer. Yes, when someone says, "Hey, what was your match of the year?" Instead of me just kind of fumbling over my I words, know. I can just really slyly. Uh, MOTW twenty twenty one. Yeah, QT Marshall versus Big Show. Oh, I guess. I mean, obviously I Suzuki versus. Right? Daniel Bryan said two of my favorite wrestlers ever <laughs> there's your answer and they're like who Brian Daniels yeah. Angie's list is now Angie and we've heard a lot of theories about why I thought it was an eco move fewer words less paper no it was so you could say it faster no it's to be more iconic must be a tech thing but those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. I am fascinated to know like what the how much this match is like called in the ring, how much they go over in advance. Yeah. You know, like this is just two vets. Like Suzuki's like 53. Yeah. Uh, Brian is a 40 yeah 40 and I you know so much of it just seems like the universal language you know well I think I think like the technical map based stuff they just kind of do it oh they just I, I had to ask Cal about that I was like yeah. hey dude when you're in there just do he's like yeah you just go you just go with it you just flow yeah but like even even when it's like hey 
let's stop for a second and just start trading stuff. That's got to be It's playing. like That's got to be playing. I, I don't know. I don't know. I would not be shocked if they're just like, hey, let's just go out there and do whatever. And then they just stop and they're like, hey, let's just start doing this now. That could be. Because, you know, you see Suzuki, he's like, just tell, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah. What more does he need? You know, yeah. you don't have to call spots there. Yeah. Um, interesting stuff. Yeah. Uh, that that segment happened early. So uh, Danielson kicks Suzuki's leg and Suzuki just like, all right, bring it on now. Let's go. Hit me. So uh, uh, Danielson hits an uppercut. Suzuki chops the hell out of him. They start trading shots. Danielson with kicks. Suzuki with chops. And eventually Suzuki drops uh, Danielson with a forearm. Uh, they brawl on the floor for a bit. Suzuki's working over uh, Danielson's arm. Uh, eventually, though, Brian sends uh, Suzuki into the ring post. Hits a running knee off the apron. He takes control for a bit. Uh, he hits some yes kicks. And then Suzuki's more or less hulking out of him. He'll hit a mm-hmm. kick and fall on his mm-hmm. back and just get right up and yeah. hulk out. Does that two or three times. Eventually, he sells it. Uh, Danielson hits some Danielson stomps. Locks on cattle mutilation. Suzuki, being the highly trained veteran he is, knows how to roll out of it. Mm-hmm. So uh, Danielson transitions to a pin. That gets him a two count. Um, and then they kind of do the inverse, what they did earlier with the yes kicks, where Suzuki's kicking Danielson. Danielson hulks up, and eventually he just falls over. That gets Suzuki a two there's a lot of really great character bits, and that's what I really yeah, right. like. It's like, yeah, it's so much fun. Yeah. It is. It's, it's tons of fun. Uh, down the finish, uh, there's a bunch of forearms. Now, this finish right here, the finishing sequence this was is so like elaborate. G1 uh, final caliber finish right here. I know. This this was planned. <laughs> this, oh, because obviously. it was so, yeah, this was rad as fuck. I love this. So there's, you know, when, when Suzuki's setting up for the sleeper into the, the God style pile driver, he usually ducks a clothesline. And mm-hmm. for a man who's 53 years old to have feet that are still that fast. Yeah. Because he every, every time is quick and it's smooth. Every time. Mm-hmm. It's so damn impressive. So he ducks the clothesline. He's looking for a sleeper. Uh, Danielson escapes that. So Suzuki's looking for a pile driver. Uh, Danielson reverses that in the backdrop. They run the ropes a couple times. That leads to a knee plus. It's so mm-hmm. good. Yeah. It's so good. I mean, I'm under, I'm really underselling how good it was. Go check it out if you haven't watched it. It's yeah, so good. Yeah, you gotta good. watch this. You gotta watch this stuff. It's so good. And so uh, Brian Danielson gets the win after. I guess I can't call a knee plus anymore. Running knee. Yeah, the running knee strike. Yeah, yeah. Uh, after that, we had a video package: CM Punk and Matt Seidel. All right, so Seidel's entrance happened on YouTube, and then you go over to TNT, and Punk's entrance happens on Correct. Rampage. Correct. Correct. Another great match here. Uh, yeah, yeah, terrific stuff. Great stuff. Uh, early on, Seidel's working over Punk's leg. Uh, doesn't really come into play so much at the end. Uh, at one point, Punk hits a slam on the apron. They tumble, or Seidel tumbles to the floor. Punk has control for a bit. He puts Seidel in the trio woes. Stomps on him. He's looking for a sliding drop kick. Seidel evades that. They're brawling up on the top rope. Punk's looking for a superplex to the floor. Since this isn't a video game, he doesn't hit it. <laughs> <laughs> Seidel blocks, they brawl, they kind of punch each other. They both tumble to the floor. Uh, back in the ring, Seidel hits a jumping knee. Punk kicks out at like 2.99999. It was yeah. so close. Yeah, it was barely. So Seidel's looking for a lightning spiral, I believe. Punk reverses that, hits a jumping knee. Clothesline, that gets him a two. Uh, Punk goes up to the top. Seidel hits uh, Hurricane Rana. That gets him a two count. He starts stretching Punk. Uh, Punk eventually reverses that to an Anaconda Vice. Seidel gets his foot on the bottom rope. Uh, Punk goes for a Pepsi twist. Seidel escapes that, hits a head kick, hits a lightning spiral. 
Punk kicks out, uh, but then Seidel goes to the top. Punk gets up, so he leaps over him, and Punk uh, catches him uh, into a fireman's carry, and then up into a GTS to get the win. Really fun. Match. And he looked so relieved when that match was over with. Like the look on his face, he he was blown up. Um, but the yeah, pace that never was, let up. That's why <laughs> it never let up. And it went. There was like one moment where you're like, oh, finally a rest hold. Um, but yeah, no, it was that was a long match. Too. It was. It was. Uh, after that, we had the Dark Order backstage. So, although I was paying, I had to pay attention to SmackDown. Yeah, we'll get into and Dark I had, Order I had, that. I had the volume low for the match so I could listen to what was happening on SmackDown. And by the time oh, yeah. I got the volume back up on this, I missed the very beginning of what they said. It was something about Adam Cole and the Young Bucks getting involved in something. I'm assuming it's something involving Adam Page, Hangman Page. That's just okay. a guess, but I don't know. But anyways, okay. Dark Order challenged the Young Bucks and Adam Colt to a match. Oh, maybe they mean the uh, the, the the match at... Uh, full gear. Full gear. Yeah, yeah, I would think so. Okay. I would think so. All right. Uh, after that, we had uh, Ruby Soho versus uh, The Bunny. Just a little side note here. This match went longer in time than all of the Queen's Crown matches. It felt like it. It felt like combined. it. It felt like it. It was wouldn't shock me if that was, was actually a factual I thing. Cause this, I mean, this probably went, what, 12 minutes, something like that? Something like that. It was a good bout, too. Yeah, yeah it was good stuff. Uh, Bunny has, uh, has the, the upper hand for a good majority of it. She hits, uh, so Ruby's up on the second rope, and the Bunny hits a chop block on her. And then hits what uh, Will Osprey calls cheeky Nando's, where they tuck mm-hmm. the head under the turnbuckle super kick, and then hits a German suplex off the second rope. That gets a, that gets her a two. Uh, then at the end, though, Ruby wins with the backslide. Afterwards, Penelope Ford comes down, lays out uh, Ruby with the brass knuckles. Mm-hmm. Yep. Uh, after that, we had the uh, awesome rampage tradition. Mark Henry interview with the main event players. Uh, men of the year and inner circle. Uh, Lambert said this is Junior Dos Santos' first match, but he's not coming alone. He's got American and, top uh, team with him. And he says, and then Mark Henry says, uh, Chris Jericho, how do you respond to that? And Jericho says, I remember my first match. I was nervous, but I was happy. My grandma baked me a cake. Uh, but he said, I'm going to whoop their asses, whoop your asses. Uh, no one's crazier than the inner circle, bitches. Yeah. And then uh, they, they went and fought. So we had inner happened, circle yes. versus. Men of the Year and Junior Dos Santos. So uh, Lambert comes out with his team, berates the crowd for a bit. I couldn't even really hear what he was saying, not because I wasn't paying attention, because the crowd was loud and booing him. Yeah, and he's got that go away heat. He does. So like the story they set up uh, in both the video package and a little bit in the 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 picture in picture side by side interview, split screen interview. Mm-hmm. That's what I was looking for. Is this this beef that. Jericho and Masvidal have and so mm, it came yeah. into play early in this match where Jericho he has the upper handle but in the ring slides to the floor and gets right in Masvidal's face and Ethan Page takes him out and then Masvidal will get involved in the finish um, so Jericho uh, is looking for a code breaker on Scorpio Sky Sky blocks that he looks for a TKO Jericho escapes put Scorpio Sky in the walls of Jericho and so Page Van Zant and a couple of members of American Top Team are sitting ringside they hop the barricade uh, Paige Van Sant distracts the ref. Masvidal mm-hmm. comes in, hits Jericho with the running knee. Scorpio Sky covers him to get the win. 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then afterwards, yeah, America top team. The rest of them just swarms, beat the hell yeah. out of Jericho and Santana. Ortiz eventually make their way out, they clear the ring. So that leaves the question: What kind of we were asked this in the pre-show? Somebody mentioned blood and guts. I kind of feel like that's too much pro wrestling. Stadium Stampede Three seems more up their alley. I what will, else you got? I will say this about blood and guts: What are MMA fights generally held inside a cage? Blood and guts is not. It's it's a brawl inside a cage, you know. I wouldn't be. I'm, I'm expecting Stadium Stampede, but the thing about that is, maybe that Stadium Stampede could kind of get a little on the goofy side. Oh, it's a comedy match. Basically. And if the if if the uh, if America Top Team don't want to be in a comedy match, they might want to be in Blood and Guts instead. I would suggest so as to not. Everybody's different. Everybody's got their own. Trying to simulate. A UFC environment might come off as disrespectful to the UFC Entirely actual possible. fighting. I, I would thing. never suggest that by having it in blood and guts, they're necessarily trying to to simulate an MMA fight. We saw how that went down when when Hager and Wardlow did that on the episode of Dynamite, where for the first like minute it was decent, and then they start throwing punches, and no one was getting knocked out. You're like, all right, this is silly. I guess my bigger point is if they're if they're there to have fun in pro wrestling. Stadium Stampede is fun. It's goofy. You don't feel dumb if you get pinned in a cage against a pro wrestler. And uh, I mean, uh, but I mean, it's probably going to be one of the men of the year that gets pinned anyway. Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 I mean, if, but, if, if, if they lose. Yeah. 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 Well, oh, yeah. That's happening. Tonight was the win for them for America Top Team. That's their win. That They get this on Rampage on a Friday night. Um, that's going to be their win. If they go to Stadium Stampede, the good guys are going to win. That's how Stadium Stampede always works. Um, so, uh, yeah, anyways, let's go ahead and, uh, and a- answer well, some here's, questions here's, here. Here's oh, something yeah. to go consider ahead. real fast about the okay. Stadium Stampede aspect of it. Well, either, really. So, full gear is in Minneapolis. So, to do Stadium Stampede, what do you need? Stadium. And then, yeah, like, the stadium point. would have to be either the University of Minnesota's football stadium which on a Saturday, which I think Full Gear is on a Saturday, there's a chance there might be a game that day. I don't know if they're actually playing one or not. I haven't looked. Or you're talking the Vikings stadium the next day. Again, if they have a home game that weekend, that kind of takes it out of the equation. So I'm just sure in terms of logistics. Yeah, that's a good point. If it's that's even a, good a possibility. Point. I yeah, mean, I guess yeah. Target Field where the Twins play could potentially be open. What I'm saying is odds are if they're going to do a stadium stampede match with these teams, it'll probably be the next time they're in Jacksonville. Or they could simply just film it in Jacksonville and air it there. I mean, it's a tape thing anyways. Yeah. I know they did the finish last time in the arena. Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, you can't kayfabe that. You can't be like, oh, they came all the way from Jacksonville in 10 minutes. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. We'll see. It, I, I do. It, it's, I would think it's going to be some sort of gimmick match just mm-hmm. to hide the fact that they're not pro wrestlers. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, no, I, I get your point. Blood and Guts is largely a brawl. But that's also two uh, two rings. 
It's basically war games. It is. It is war games. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right. Let's go ahead and answer some questions. Sure. Nemo asks, who will be the first Forbidden Door wrestler to win in AEW? Just win a match? Has a Forbidden Door wrestler won in AEW? There has to have been one. You would think the odds would seem to indicate that that would have happened, but I'm trying to think. All right. So did uh, did Kenta? Kenny won with Kenta. That's right. That's true. Did has there been a one on one situation? Yeah, the only one I Jeff Cobb. He lost to Mox. Um, Did Archer and Suzuki beat Mox and Kingston? That was like three weeks ago. I can't remember what happened in the match. Uh, Archer did something off the apron. <laughs> I remember that much. Yeah, I don't know the Good Brothers. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I don't know. That's a good question. I feel like Carl Anderson may have won a, a singles match in AW. It might not have happened say, on 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 Rampage or Dynamite, but I feel like he's won one. I'm gonna say. Uh, I'm gonna say going outside uh, the the Sour Boy. I'm going to say Tanahashi. He'll come in, have a warm-up match in AEW before he has a match against Mox or whoever. He'll beat Tanahashi, will beat Eddie Kingston. That's what it'll be. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's see here. Uh, Brew Crew Bomber with the sub. Thank you so much. Then there was a question here. Uh, Flats, would a Survivor Series match make more sense? All the smoke and mirrors for the UFC guys to try to get Sammy and Men of the Year over out of the back end of it. What I, do they call Survivor Series in AEW? That's their battle bowl. There you go. There you go. Uh, Arm Farms, Power Rank, AEW Championship reigns, bonus points for TNT title as well. Who has had the best title reign of anybody in AEW, Steve? It's probably Mox. I want to Probably say Mox. Kenny because I feel like his matches on a whole were better. Oh, his match is definitely better. He's a much better wrestler. It probably is Kenny, but Mox had it for so long. He held it down during pandemic. Yeah. I mean, honestly, if you want to go like most entertaining, it's Brody. Mm. It's Brody Lee mm-hmm. in terms of most entertaining. It's probably Brody Lee. Yeah. The way he won it. I know. Gosh, <laughs> the way he won it. Might just remember. And that promo afterwards. Yeah. And then all the stuff on B on being so the elite good. and all the stuff on so good. Brody Lee has had the most entertaining title run for I th- sure. I think the two most entertaining ones have been Brody and Ben Miro. I agree with that. Yeah, I totally agree with that. Uh, let's see here. Who? Uh, okay, uh, David Matushek. Since the Inner Circle American Top Team feud is still going, who do you think out of American Top Team should be the equals of Santana and Ortiz? Well, if Jorge is their main guy. Mm-hmm. So you got Jorge and Jericho, and then you got Junior Dos Santos and Hager. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. There's, oh, well, there's Arlovsky, right? He's an American top team. I remember his yeah. name. I mean, I, I, I don't know. I guess, uh, well, I mean, really, it'd be men of the year. Oh, yeah, men of the year. It's the tag team. Yeah, it's true. 
That's a boring answer. I'm sorry. I don't know enough people, and I don't know yeah, who would be either. paired up in America. I don't, don't either. I don't either. I don't but either. for the purpose of pro wrestling, that's the tag. It should be. I mean, at the end of the day, men of the year should be the one they're actually getting over in this whole thing. Yeah. 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 Uh, Johnny F. Cliche with the sub says Jeff Cobb won, didn't he? I don't think he beat Mox, but I could be wrong. I oh, remember... Thunder Rosa. Oh, there you go. Yeah, that's yeah. She's yeah. She's been the top Forbidden Door person. Um, Tronin, do you think Punk will be in this Eliminator tournament? They're going to announce that um, on Dynamite. Is that right? Yeah, the brackets. Yeah. I don't know. I, I suspect not. I suspect not unless he gets his first. I mean, is that going to be his first loss? That's a pretty big loss. Yeah. Unless they just want to get that out of the way, which might not be a terrible idea. Um, so it says I mean, if, if beat Jeff Cobb. Sorry. If Punk is paired against somebody, Punk looks awfully human these days. So if you're going to do a loss, do it now and show that the man is vulnerable. Because that way it makes his journey more mm -hmm. palatable, you know? Uh, Dang MQ says the Vikings play against the Chargers in Los Angeles the weekend of full gear. All right. All right. Uh, the Yellow Flash. When do you think Sammy should win the AEW world title? 2024. Okay. Or 2025. It's going to be years from now. But yeah. he's great. It's just there's a long line of there big names there ahead is. of him. There is. Mondo Volgare says, was Danielson versus Suzuki the best pre-show slash buy-in match ever? Clearly, it has to be. Yeah. Has to be. Yeah, I would think so. I would think so. Unless the, the, the New Japan Rumble from 2017 counts. Uh, counts. Because that was on the pre-show. Uh, White Brownie, if Rampage does well against SmackDown tonight, could you guys see TNT putting them against the last hour of SmackDown? No. No, no. they're not going to want to mess with, no. with what they got. No. Uh, Eddie Brock's Venom. So with AEW coming up now, where do you rank all the companies now? So here's, here, here's the companies. WWE, AEW, Ring of Honor, TNA, New Japan, Lucha Underground, CMLL, he puts WCW in here. Is it like WCW 2021? Oh, maybe. Um, so rank all the companies now in terms of, I would say how, what share of the wrestling fans do they have? So clearly WWE is the number one yeah, company. Yeah, WWE number one, AEW number two. Right. After that, I suspect... It's probably New Japan. It's probably New. J I mean, okay, if we're going like, if we're going like worldwide, mm. I don't like who's bigger now, CMLL or or AAA. Like, I know who I prefer. I know who I. My know understanding, why well, I don't follow it closely, is that CMLL is not what it used to be. That's what I understand too, but I don't know if that just means they've gone from five million a week to four million a week, and AAA yeah, exactly. is at one million. You know, I don't know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so. Uh, we'll just go based off of what we know. We'll, we'll go by buzz, I guess. Sure. AEW and WWE are number one. Uh, uh, one and two, however you want to order them. And then probably New um, Japan 3. New Japan 3. And then AAA. <sighs> Let's stick with North America. Buzz in North America. Okay. Okay. WWE and AEW. Yeah. New Japan? 
or Impact? You have you have New Japan Impact and GCW. Yeah. I kind of feel like Impact is number three. Yeah, I kind of feel that way too. And I feel like for now, GCW is number four and New Japan is number five, but it's a really close three, four, and five. It is. It is. Because we'll get a better idea if and when Impact starts doing their TV outside of that studio. Yes, I agree. Um, Then I think in terms of buzz here in the States for other companies... Uh, who's got more buzz, MLW or Ring of Honor? They're kind of on par, aren't they? Yeah, I feel like it. I feel like they're kind of on par. I feel like MLW, they do like a lot of cool stuff, but I never hear about it. Yeah. Like they need to really get their social media game going. Like I heard heard good things about the the Fatu uh, Hammerstone match. I heard good things about that. You know who's going to be skyrocketing now is Noah... Because of Ninja Mac. That's exciting. That is exciting. That is exciting. That's great stuff. All right. Anyways, that's going to do it for our Rampage review. Thanks, everybody, for tuning in. We appreciate our SmackDown review uh, is up at the channel. Probably. If you're, I mean, if you're watching this immediately, then maybe not. But, uh, yeah, check that out. It's going to be at some point. Yeah. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today.